Now it's time for Half Hour to Health. I shall not feel good. Morning and welcome to Half Hour to Health. I'm Dr. Stephanie from Crossroads Chiropractic with Dr. Jen from our Pembroke location. Good morning. Good morning. And happy belated birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you did something so crazy on your birthday. <laughs> I don't know who signs up for it, but you know, my birthday, I'd like to lay at the beach, you know, maybe sip a nice refreshing drink and have birthday cake. But you decided that you would sign up for a 50K in Vermont. Yes. Yeah. And so you yeah. ran 50K ran 50 for your birthday. kilometers trail race in Vermont for my birthday. So I don't know go? what it was. Well, <laughs> overall, it went good. I finished. I'm alive. I'm walking. <laughs> I'm well. I'm not hurt. So those are all wins. Uh, yeah, it was it was by far one of the hardest things I've ever done. Um, and I've done a lot of different races and trail races and mm-hmm. even another. Well, one other 50K. Um, this one was different because it was way more elevation. So it was kind of in the mountains of Vermont. So we were up and down a lot. We were in some open pastures. Um, and it was super hot the day that the race was held. So that just added in a little more to it. That was your birthday gift. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) From mother nature. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So you've done some pretty hard things in life. You've through hiked the Appalachian Trail pretty much three times. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, since we're on radio and people can't tell, you're over the age of 40. Yes. And you signed up for a 50K for fun. Yes. So <laughs> yes. I, there had to have been a lot of training that went into that. So oh, for sure. Yeah, this isn't about, something like, you can just, like, pick up and do. Like a 5K, no. sometimes you just, even if you're out of shape, you could just show up to the 5K right. and run yeah. it out yeah. and suffer later. Yeah. <laughs> no, 50K, you definitely have to do a lot of training. Um, I've been running, well, I've been running off and on for majority of my life. I started running again pretty seriously, at least for me, like not anywhere near like, you know, professional athlete or anything like that, but um, for the average person pretty seriously a couple years ago. And I, I guess it was about a year or so ago that I started looking into um, what they call ultra races. So that's what a 50K is. So an ultra distance race is anything over marathon distance. So marathon distance is 26.2 miles. Anything over that is an ultra. The 50K, for those who are like, what does that turn out to in math, is 31 miles. 31 miles. (laughs) Yes. Um, So anyways, I started running again a couple years ago and started getting interested in those. And I've slowly progressed up in, you know, distance. And the training definitely takes a lot of time. Like, I would say my training, my full training block for this one was about four or five months long. But I had just come off of doing a 50k last fall and then did kind of an easy training block over the winter where my mileage was dialed back but I was also doing a lot of strength training so a lot of um, strength stuff in the gym which I still continued through this training block but then the miles you know that I actually ran went up and you progress you know over every week of building your mileage up yeah there's so there's definitely a science to it like I do have a coach that Thank goodness, because I don't know that I would be able to put together a decent training plan on my own. Um, so having a coach is really helpful because he puts together the training plan. And then um, pretty much he checks in, you know, every every time I 
do a, a run or a training unit, it's uploaded into a thing that he can see and like he can keep an eye on to make sure like I'm not overdoing it, I'm not underdoing it, that I'm not going to get injured, that type of thing. So, yeah. Coaching can be so important in any area of life. Absolutely. Having someone that's either done it before or has studied it or is an expert mm-hmm. to lead you through it. And I, I think that everybody should have a health coach. Yes, I agree. So I agree. whether it be for an endeavor that's, you know, exercise related, a physical endeavor, or maybe um, you're eating, mm-hmm. for example, uh, the average American doesn't eat the best food. No. <laughs> and the average American grew up in the average American household. So had I not gone to chiropractic college and surrounded myself with some of the leaders in holistic nutrition, um, I would have been that person that was just eating meat and potatoes and probably fast food and junk food and a lot of dairy. Right. And thinking it was healthy. Yeah. That's the thing is a lot of people eat certain things and they think it's healthy when it's truly not. And that, I mean, honestly, that was a big part of my training too was fueling myself the right way like not just during the actual runs but also everyday life because you only get out of your body what you put into it you know like so if you're putting junk in you're gonna get junk out you're gonna have less energy you're gonna feel tired you're not gonna recover well you're going to have more aches and pains but if you put the healthy nutrition in your body it can utilize that for the best energy and output so you feel better you're less fatigued you have the energy your body may not hurt as much, you know, all of that. Yeah. And yeah. if you're eating the fast food or the food that has a lot of sugar in it, which is very inflammatory, mm-hmm. um, people don't realize, but you'll feel that in your joints. Yes. You'll feel that in your body. And you might not connect it as knowing that it's what you're eating that's making you feel that way, mm-hmm. especially if you eat that way on a day-to-day basis. Um, sometimes it takes something like doing a cleanse or um, a major diet shift to realize how much your food is affecting how you feel. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. what what types of things were you eating in your training? So <laughs> a lot of it, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie, I did eat some junk, um, but a lot of it was healthy proteins. So I, um, I ate chicken, um, grass-fed beef. Um, I also did some plant proteins too. So I kind of did a mixture of some plant-based and then some, you know, regular omnivore-based diet. Um, the plant-based, the the plant proteins I would eat were some tempeh. Um, and then definitely a lot of like whole foods. So a lot of like whole food vegetables. Um, I did have grains because as an endurance athlete, and especially an endurance long distance runner, you do need carbohydrates, Mm -hmm. but you need the healthy carbohydrates. So there's this myth, I feel like out there now that people are like, oh, low carb diet, like carbs are bad. Well, no, your body needs carbs, your brain needs carbs. Yes. (laughs) To be able to function. It's the difference between the healthy carbs and then the non-healthy. So the non-healthy carbs are the sugars, the chips, the cookies, like all that processed Processed, junk food. Um, the healthy carbs are more like the veggies and even some of the grains. So like we did a lot of quinoa. Um, I would do rice. I'd do brown rice. If I did pasta, I would do, um, I, I would look for, there's like chickpea pasta out there now. So I did that because it also has more protein. Even though it's a plant-based protein, there's more protein in it. Um, so a lot of stuff like that. And healthy fats too. So like I cook with coconut oil a lot. Um, I love avocados, so if I can put avocado or guacamole on stuff, I will. <laughs> um, yeah. 
<laughs> so the focus is on fueling your body to give it the substrates that it needs to yes. perform the way that you want. Absolutely. And you don't have to be an athlete to think that way. No, not at all. Not at all. So breakfast, eggs are great, mm-hmm. unless you have an egg allergy, of course. Right. <laughs> uh, and then through lunch, lots of healthy vegetables, fresh greens, especially in the summer, um, fruits, yeah. such as fruits are cooling. Yeah. And then clean sources of protein. So it actually matters how the animal lived its life. Yes. As far as the nutrients it's going to give you. Yeah. So a pasture-raised cow gives healthier meat when you eat it than an industrial-raised cow that was fed corn. Yes, it absolutely. changes the biological makeup of the cow that you're eating. And not everyone realizes that. Mm-hmm. Um, buying local and pasture-raised, you're just going to have better nutrition, more omega-3 fatty acids, less omega-6, which are... Um, the toxic were overloaded with omega sixes, so finding that fresh food and whole food that hasn't been processed and raised in the way that it was meant to live, yeah, makes a difference. Absolutely, sure does. <laughs> so if you're just tuning in, uh, we're here on Half Hour to Health. I'm Dr. Stephanie from Crossroads, talking with Dr. Jen. She just ran a 50k race in the hills <laughs> of Vermont on a hot day, and a lot of training has gone into that, but also it's got to be a mindset thing. Absolutely. <laughs> I, yeah, I was, I was going to eventually get to that, that half of it's physical. And especially when you get to the longer distances like marathon and post-marathon, um, some of the other ultra distances. So the 50K is one of the shorter ultra distances at 31 miles. Then there's also um, there's 100K, which is 60. 263 miles um there's 100 milers there's above that there's even in between like sometimes you'll see races for like 75 miles so there's all these crazy distances um once you get up to those like marathon and beyond i would say a large portion at least half of it is the the mindset so the mental training that goes into it too because let let's face it you're out there when you're out there for that many miles you're out there for a long time and you're not always going to be running with somebody else out there. You're going to have a lot of time by yourself and a lot of time in your mind to think. Um, so you need to train your mind of staying positive. And if like negative in the sport, they call it dark thoughts start coming in, like how to switch the mindset and stay positive so you don't end up like self-sabotaging yourself almost and quitting on yourself yeah you know because you are going to get to a point in any of those races that things are going to be uncomfortable things are going to hurt it's what you can do to keep yourself positive and to mitigate some of that in the process of it is what what helps you stay successful and get to that finish line so at so. any point was your head saying I'm done let's oh, quit yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> Yes. There was two two distinct points that I was like, all right, <clears throat> I'm I'm done. I'm going to stop. So the way this race was set up is it was two it was two loops of 15 miles. So it was you go out and you do one loop of 15 miles and you come back to like the start finish area and then you go out and you do the loop again. Um so what was nice is at that start finish area you could have some stuff set up for yourself to like, you know, eat and like refuel and refill there were aid stations along the way too but at least at that start finish you could have your own personal stuff um part way through that first loop things took a drastic turn at one point 
And I was doing some stuff to help mitigate, like I was having calf muscle cramping going on, things like that. And I was doing the stuff I know to do to help, you know, settle that down. But then the mental side started coming in and I was like, I don't know if I can do this today. It's so hot. I was like, this is disgusting, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, come on, just get there and kind of back and forth. And I was by myself at this point, which is crazy because in a race of almost 250 people, how you can end up by yourself (laughs) is amazing, (laughs) but it happens. And I got to that start finish area or about a mile or two before I was like, when I get there, I might just not continue. I'm like, I I might just stop there. And then I got there and I went through my process of, you know, getting the stuff I needed, refilling like hydration, eating a little bit. I even switched out my shoes to some other trail shoes that I had brought. And then the next thing I knew, I was heading back out for the second loop. I was like, all right. I was like, now just get to the next aid station. And that the beginning of each loop was probably the hardest part because it was a lot of climbing, like a lot of up in the first five miles. Yeah. And that aid station was at the top of the climb. And on the way up, I was like, all right, I think when I get there, I'm going to be done. And then I got there. And again, like my mindset just kind of shifted by the time I got there, I had shifted it. And I was like, nope, I'm going on. I was like, that's, that's it. Yeah. And I just kept going. So it is learning the process and learning the things to do to kind of move beyond the negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, I think, can apply to everyday life, too. Absolutely. So we've got to take a break, but we're here with Dr. Jen. We're talking about her recent 50K run in Vermont. It's just crazy to say. (laughs) You did it. But for me, it's crazy to say. But stay tuned. We'll be right back here on Half Hour to Health. 